This is Uninvited Company, the podcast where we tell you ghost stories, urban legends, and all the spooky shit. shit. My name's Erica. I'm Rachel. And we are two sisters who grew up in a haunted house, which sparked all of our interest in spooky things. And all things paranormal. Before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to Danny Corbo for creating our epic theme song. Um, our little intro, our uninvited yes, company intro. He's great. He has music out on Spotify, so go check him out. Danny Corbo. Thank you, Danny. Oh, Danny boy. Thank you, Danny boy. The pipes, the pipes That's what Moira sounds like on Shit's Creek. I know. Okay. I watch, I All right. Shit's Creek. Back to business. We thought for episode one to kind of introduce ourselves in a spooky setting is to actually give you context, context, not contact, context for exactly, exactly why we're interested uh, in in all of this stuff because we literally grew up with it surrounding us. Erica, okay, so we moved into this house in 1998. That is the year Erica was born. And I was fresh. So, okay, so just, yeah, Erica is the younger sister. Say hi. That is Erica. I am Rachel. I am five years older. So we grew up into this. Or we grew up into this house. We moved the into house this birthed house. Us. <laughs> we moved into this house right after Erica was born. So she, her memory is a little fuzzy on the first few things that started happening in this house because she was a wee babe and does not. Also, why I wasn't scared of anything yes. to begin with because it was kind of just normal for me in yes. the beginning. She was a fearless child because nothing really happened to her so I will preface this by saying that it didn't like nothing in this house which I believe that it was one entity that kind of messed with us over the decade which just you know foreshadowing essentially we lived there for a decade and then had to move out so over the decade that we lived there nothing menacing happened like no scratching of skin no like Things being no broken. No physical harm. Yeah, it was... It wasn't, like, really bad torment like you see in the movies. It was just kind of messing with us. Yeah, but as a child, I mean, as a five-year-old, because, I mean, I was I was pretty much five pretty when we spooky. moved in. It's, yeah. And, okay, if any of you have grown up in a haunted house or experienced things as a child, you pretty much know, I would say, like, 99% of parents out there do not believe you. Because they want, they're either like our mother that is kind of afraid, I would say. Like she's more so afraid of things and doesn't want to really accept it. So she'd rather explain it away. And that's also the thing about ghosts is why they're so scary is you can't see what is happening. So sometimes the mind just like you want to try and find another explanation for Mm -hmm. it so you don't creep yourself out. So that pretty much sums up, I would say, our parents like at the time I mean, obviously things have changed a lot since then. Um, But at the time, everything was, there was always an explanation for everything, even though there, you know, there actually wasn't. So it pretty much started right off the bat when we moved in, which I have no recollection of this um, because I was so young and obviously Erica, two months old. No. Mm -hmm. Um, So so, it was November of 1998 when they moved in. So setting the scene. It's a fall evening. Winter, more so. It's winter (laughs) evening. 1998. And I will... So this is West Texas. I'm not going to tell you the city or the street that this creepy ass 
house is on. So, lo- uh, oh, I almost said it. <laughs> West Texas. <laughs> West Texas. <laughs> just think, if you don't know where West Texas is, it's the dirty part where there's just dirt everywhere. Haboobs. Haboob. Look it up. Google Haboob. Google H-A-B-O-O-B. Google West Texas Haboob, and that will just very clearly. Literally the Dust Bowl. Yep. Yeah, paint um, a picture of where we're from. Wintertime. 1998. The first instance happened just a month after they moved in. We moved in. We moved in. We, I mean, we were there. I'm, I'm still a blob at this point. But the first time any activity started was they had just purchased a new TV for the house. Um, and so a brand this, new TV. This is not a pawn shop TV no. that had anything wrong with it. Nothing attached to it. It was brand new. Brand new. Um, and at the time, these TVs are the ones that have like the staticky where you go up to it and you can like feel it on your fingers. When you like stand right in front of the TV, you know, VCR, all that jazz. That was great. I feel like I can see it. Yeah. I feel like I can feel it. Yeah. So it's that kind of TV, but it was new at the time. Okay. So for two to three weeks on and off, not every single night, but it always happened around the same time in the middle of the night. Which wasn't at midnight. I believe it was midnight. I think she said it was more like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. Okay. Well, I don't think it was 3 a.m. because that's like the... Witching hour. The witching hour. Um, either way, it was late at night. Our parents go to bed early. So late even, for them. Even back then, they, uh, they were not yeah. up until midnight. Late at night, for about two to three weeks, the TV would turn on blaring volume. Very, very loud. static. Yep, just static. Um, just, just for a few weeks. Creepy as hell. You just go in there and this TV in a brand new house is, uh, well, I mean, it, it wasn't obviously a brand new house, but like literally we had just moved in. This house was built in like the 70s, I think, right? 1978. The house was birthed. 1978. Birthed. Birth. And so this is, yeah, this is 20 years after. So again, I mean, okay, so I feel like it's not really a thing unless maybe you grew up with this kind of stuff happening. I guess it's not really a thing to ask if creepy shit went down in the house before or if somebody died in the house as far as we know no one died in the house well or i mean i don't it's you can you only have to disclose if someone was like murdered or suicide i think yeah but we can we will talk about that we'll dive more into the house like in many future episodes because there are a very large amount of instances and experiences that we had with we're just gonna call it the ghost because I'm not going to call it like a spirit or an entity. Like, I'm just going to call it what it is. Like, it was a ghost. So we don't know if anybody was, if anybody died in the house or anything like that. Like, for certain, like, there's speculation. My father has, our father has speculation. Month after moving in, that's the first thing that happened. That was just a little bit peculiar. Which just, like, it. I feel like that happens in a lot of, like, horror. Okay, the first movie that comes to mind with Static, The Ring. Oh my gosh, I can't even. No. That I, movie still, I watched that like years ago and it still is the one thing like I hate having a TV in my room. Yeah. Simply because. I think that uh, clung to a lot of people's Oh my gosh, memories. that's crazy but, from the, the text that Chris sent you too. You mentioned what? the ring. He said day seven. Eh. <laughs> Let's, Let's not think about that. Let's not bring that negative energy up in here. Uh, we did cleanse the house before we, did. we uh, Yeah, so, started. oh yeah, so this, we are, if we sound echoey, or it's picking up any birds outside, or anything like that, we are recording in a house that we just bought, my, um, my husband and I just got a house, so the, well, there's nothing in here, 
not a damn thing. So hopefully there's no. not. Um, Our setup is pretty um, basic. Pre- yeah, pretty makeshift. It is not, <laughs> it is not bougie. Have. Hopefully, eventually we plan to get there. But this is episode one, so we're just kind of winging it. Okay, so moving forward. After the TV stopped having activity. Yeah, that was literally just two to three weeks. And then it just stopped on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, no interference. Like, no, like, they didn't, he didn't call anybody to come fix it. It just randomly decided to stop. They didn't get a new TV, nothing. It was, yep. yep. Just all of a sudden stopped. So after that, they started hearing footsteps. And doorknob handles were turning. Again, this was many years ago. But my first recollection is are the doors shutting and doorknobs like actual doorknobs turning almost like a a little kid is like messing with you which I don't want to say it was like a little kid ghost because I can't think I I can't let myself go there kids die thank you Erica (laughs) they They do I mean that's a that's a popular thing like you watch ghost adventures you see like kids like playing with balls and stuff still like balls rolling on their own I feel like that's something we would have learned about the house if like a child had died there i mean it was still a young house it was spry it was only 20 years old so roaring 20s but that's what that's the best way i can describe it is is, it was not the roaring 20s it was the 90s yeah but it was in it it was entering its roaring 20s you know like when you're 20 you're partying doing yeah all kinds of stupid shit because you can you are in your mid-20s so you would know Yes. I am on my way out of my 20s. Tw- uh, 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 spry 24. You're about to be 24? Yeah, I'm almost halfway through my 20s. I'm on my way out of my 20s. I'm going to be a 29 30, in a week. flirty and thriving next 30, year. flirty and thriving. Fri- thriving. 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 I, I just picture thriving being someone in a very content state eating french fries. I can see that. Yep. That'll be you. I just, I got our air fryer. You just coined that. Yep, frying. No one can take it. I got our air fryer for a birthday, so y'all are going to have some crisp, crisp Crisp. french fries. Crisp. Okay. Continuing on. Moving on. So this, this next account was directly from our mother. She quoted, within the first year we were there... Um, our dad heard the piano playing for a second and we both smelled my mother's perfume in the living room one time. One time. Just yeah. one time. You know old people, like they have their signature scents. That's you know, rude. like our grandma on our older people. Mom on our dad's side had a very distinct scent. I we never met yes. her mom. But yeah, she had a very distinct yeah, they, perfume that she liked to wear and they smelled it. I do, yeah. Older women Elderly women, I definitely feel like I feel like everyone kind of has that grandma that like you smell her and you're like, okay, that's grandma. You go yeah. hug her, you walk into her grandma's house, you're like, that's grandma. I mean, I'm already starting to figure out my own like perfume scent that I like, and so by the time you're, yeah, it's... I do not wear perfume, so I cannot relate. Okay, I'm all <laughs> natural. Well, I relate. I like my type of scent, and that's the one I have, and it's recognizable. So that's because you bougie. Yep. I use sustainable perfume because Ooh. I'm a sustainable queen. What's it called? You want to give a shout out? It's it's from a brand called Skyler. Skyler. A R, not E R. Save the planet, y'all. So shout out to them. <laughs> so after the perfume and piano incident, did she play piano? I would assume so. Cause if okay, mom's mom. I would assume so. Cause 
Well, yeah, she was. It's like she was literally sitting at the piano. So oh. I think she. They had a piano at their house. I know. That's why I'm saying. Did she play piano? Is that why they heard it and smelled her? I don't know like, if I it was like. Was a... I don't know if it was like a grand tune or anything. Like she was like knew how to play on a Maybe. regular basis, but it could have just been like one note, like one creepy ass note. I'd like to know. But yeah, that's the only time that they that recollected that, that they yeah that they smelled like perfume and like yeah. actually like could pinpoint that that was our grandma, like our mother's mother, like she mm-hmm. was there in that instance, instant. Instance? Instance, I think. She was there in that instance, for sure. And this is why we always just say a ghost, because... There could be multiple. There could be multiple doing different things, Mm -hmm. because it did evolve over time. So I think it was just multiple entities messing with us because they knew that we were sensitive. We were reacting to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they knew they could. Which I do want to do an episode at some point talking about, like, portals mirrors oh yeah mirrors um, for sure and all that kind of stuff because uh if you if you're a fan of ghost shows and they use the what's it called the evp they do evps and yeah. they listen and they'll ask questions like how um the one that like is basically just like recording to see if it can catch. if they can catch any voices and they'll mm-hmm. ask are how many of you are here and i remember specific episodes of of this one show that it would say eight and then it would change and say 12. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, there could be portals. in and out. Yes. But I will say that I do believe that there was one specific ghost that was there. That was 24-7. Yeah. And then others may have like popped in and out. And saying, hey, yeah. Like, What's going on over well, here? We don't know. So that's the only instance of an actual relative of ours being, yes. being felt essentially in, in the home. Speaking of portals, there was a specific place in our house that always seemed to have the most activity. And that was the hallway. You could see all the way down the hallway from the living room, all the way down through the kitchen. Um, You see the door to the laundry room and then the end of the hallway was my parents' bedroom. We grew up with dogs and my dog Chase would always look down the hallway and would growl and sometimes bark. Oh yeah, menacing Staring at nothing, like air. It wasn't staring at like a painting that may have had a dog. Oh no, it'd be be completely dark down there to where he couldn't even see anything. No other dogs down there, no people. It would be when we were home alone, just me and you when we got older and stuff. And yeah, just menacing, just horrible growls that he would, he was not that type of dog. He never growled at anything. No. Especially once we moved. He didn't really care. No, he was was chill. He he just liked to, I mean, he, his name pretty, pretty much fit. He chased things outside, but inside he never really did anything. He always wanted to come back inside to be with people and he Mm -hmm. was chill. So he was, he was barking down there and that was a sign that something was, Something was up. Yeah, in, and even when we got space. even when we got Maddie, R.I.P. R.I.P. Maddie. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Chase. R.I.P. Chase. <laughs> well, Maddie was more recent. Um, yeah. The uh, these were family dogs, FYI, that la- lived a very long life. So Chase died at like eighteen or seventeen. Seventeen. We put him down at seventeen. Yes, he, he was an old fart. He was. He was elderly and he was not, he was not fully living life. It was time. No. Um, but even when we got Maddie, even when we got Maddie, she, they, they both just, it yeah. wasn't every single night. It wasn't specific times of the day. It was just 
essentially something was popping up. That kind of freaks me out. I know I said earlier, I don't feel like anything was evil in the house or menacing, but that does make me wonder a little bit. It's just unnerving. It just makes you uncomfy that you're not alone, you know? And it's like but for whatever dogs, it is making its presence For known. dogs to be growling yeah. at something. Seems like it was up to no good. I, I It could have been something I evil. I swear, up to no good. Something evil could have been passing through every so often and the dogs may have scared it away because I, again, I don't feel like anything evil ever threatened me or anything like that, but... But the know. the activity grew. It was it was more frequent and expanding in different ways um, over the years. Um, it was so, never the same thing. It was the TV. It was the perfume. Well, it was I, the hallway. And yeah, just the TV new, thing never happened again. New things started to pop up. But I will say that the door thing, like the doorknobs turning and knocks, footsteps even, that was pretty constant through the whole time you could kind of expect that at least weekly so i mean i guess you could say that's like poltergeist activity right when it's just kind of messing with you and it wants to be known now it's a little bit different when you start entering into straight up paranormal activity like the movie paranormal activity where somebody is being controlled essentially like you were um so this is a no. <laughs> I have no recollection of this. This just is to just to give a heads up. And okay, so listeners, you, the people, whether you believe in ghosts or not, spirits, entities, energy, whatever you want, this direct account that I'm about to read is coming straight from our mother, who is the one that we said earlier tried to make up every type of excuse possible because she kind of didn't want to believe that creepy things were happening. I would say. This is her exact account of something that happened with Erica. Yep. <laughs> At um, about five, about five years old. Okay, so just tell me if this sounds familiar. I don't know what time of the night it was. And I think you were about five or six. I can't remember. But we had been asleep for a bit. You came to dad's side of the bed and just stood there. Eyes open, but didn't say anything. He turned over startled and saw you and asked what was wrong. I rolled over, got out of bed, and went over to where you were standing and asked the same. We thought you might have felt sick or had a bad bad nightmare, but you never responded to either of us. I turned you around and led you back upstairs to bed. You got into bed, closed your eyes, and went back to sleep. The next morning, you had no idea you had done that. We like to think that it was... A very slight form of possession. Yes. Um, I asked her a little bit more about this, just the details. Um, So this only happened once, thankfully. But she said the way I was staring, it wasn't like eyes open, you know, just kind of like, oh, she's obviously like sleepwalking. Like I was very alert, but she said I was almost like staring through something. Not just in a daze of, oh, wake someone up, they're daydreaming kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Like, and it was a very direct stare. And you never sleepwalked. You never, well, you never I did sleep, this again. When I sleepwalk, it's a, it's a different, it was, it was always different. Like, I was always doing something based on what my dream was. Like, sleepwalking. I don't sleepwalk anymore, but I sleep talk. Yes. Um, and it's always, you know, jibber-jabber, stuff like that. Um 
But the fact that you are this little five-year-old and you just come downstairs, something is like controlling you as a puppet. Making no sounds too. They no just sounds. had to, they, I don't even know how long I was down there. She could have been standing there. You could have been standing there for an hour or hours. I, I yeah. literally just picturing this in my mind. I think back to that paranormal activity scene where she's just standing there rocking back and forth. I've never seen Paranormal Activity. I can't. Oh, so you have no idea what I'm talking about. I know the scene, but I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. Personally. My eyes are kind of starting to water just thinking (laughs) about it. Because she's standing there and she just rocks back and forth. And is just staring. And then I think at one point she does go and get back in bed on her own. But you're just standing there. I don't even know if I... I don't even know if it would be creepier if you had your eyes closed. And you were standing there. I don't know what's creepier. But that's creepy as shit. Yeah. Okay? This yeah. little child, and you had no memory, no nope. memory of it, and we lived there for another five years after that, and it never happened again. No, nope. not once, not a once, not not a once, not one time. So, yeah, yeah, hell no. So, and that never happened to me. I was never controlled. I it sure it felt like a good amount of the time that we lived there, I was the one being targeted because I felt like all of the shit was happening to me, and I was the one telling. Our parents, like, everything that happened. But that, you were chosen that night. I was. You were chosen something. No fear. Puppet master with you and... No fear. No recollection or anything like that. Still here today, though, so... Still kecking. 24. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) I'm I'm okay, so at least... Didn't change anything in, like, my brain chemistry, you know? That's still scary as shit. I don't know. Uh, maybe so, that's why I sleep talk. Maybe. Which, sleep talking, y'all. There is There will, <laughs> there will be another episode. I can't even begin to ex- I'm just, explain how creepy Maybe I'm a portal. And Please I don't say that. Am. Well, I don't know. Please don't say that. Renounce that. Don't say that. I, say, I, I am not a portal. I have got all the protection crystals. I'm good. <sighs> yeah, but we are in a new house. We are in my new house with nothing here. So don't. My, my crystals are in my purse. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't worry. Okay. And we have our sage in Palo Santo, so. Mm. We good? We good? Yeah, I, I, all I know is that if I saw you, if you had done that shit to me, I, w- I let's see, I would have been mm. 10. I, Punched me in the face. I don't know. I may have punched, <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's not normal. That's not okay. You no. no one out there will be able to convince me that that's okay. Especially because you didn't have a history of sleepwalking at the time. No. And you're just staring and the fact that she said, she said, we need to go get back in bed and like took you up there. I just imagine you really slowly yeah. turning around. And she didn't say anything about me ever making eye contact. No. Like, and you never understanding said anything. that she was talking. Yeah, nothing. That's not okay. No. <laughs> That's not okay. I guarantee you she prayed so much when she came back downstairs. Oh, yeah. Lord, please protect my child. <laughs> so, yeah. Sleepwalk, sleep, sleep possession, sleep we're going to call it, which very different from sleep paralysis. I know you've never experienced that. No, but, that but we'll, I, have, we I will, know a lot of, I, I know multiple people. Yeah, we will it. talk about that in another episode, but um, so yeah, that's not okay. After that instant, we fast forward to, a, I think you were seven. Okay. I think you I were think seven. I think I was seven or eight. Which we're kind of just skipping, there. we're skipping around right now just to get, give an overview of why we are interested in this stuff and why we're literally and making a podcast accounts. about it. Because it's, yeah, just giving you some context for what we experienced growing up. 
So we fast forward, I'm about seven years old now. So one to two years after the sleep possession. And this is my first encounter um, that actually scared the shit out of me. Okay, yeah. So this child, this Erica is a child, was completely fearless. Completely fearless. She didn't really understand what was going on. She, I, I don't think you ever heard knocks or anything like that. No. She was fearless. I've always slept like a baby. I don't. I don't have any. I was the scared as shit child. Like, yeah. And she was just chilling, just living her life. Yep. And until, because she was the older this. one, she always made me do stuff for her. And I just did it because... Because know, I was scared. Because, well, also older well, siblings are bullies. But there was... But, a, oh, I was... <laughs> I was... But I just There were certain anyway. parts of the house that I was scared to go in. And so I would send her she because she was... Go. She was fearless. She wasn't afraid. So... I'll give my side of the story and then Rachel can give her side because I haven't it involves heard your, both of us. I haven't heard your side of the story in a very long time. So I just remember it was like a weekend or something because we were both home and it's the middle of the day. And I don't know what mom and dad were doing, but we were doing something in your room, hanging out. And I was like, hey, do you want me to go get some popsicles downstairs? And you were like, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. 11-year-old so, me said, yeah, man. <laughs> So I was like, okay, I'll go get them because it's in that stupid hallway that you don't like to go down because the popsicles were in the freezer. We had like two freezers or whatever. This one was like only a freezer and that's where we kept them. And it was in the laundry room, which was attached to that hallway. So I'm going down the laundry room, make it there just fine. And pull out the popsicles. And as soon as I shut the door to the freezer and turn to go out the doorway into the hallway again, right outside of the doorway, I saw a man about like five feet tall, five foot one. So this is what I think. But you were a child, so he probably was bigger than that. No, it was like close to eye level. Like he was a small man. Oh. Um, And this makes me think of people like centuries ago because people were little um compared to people now i know but it just it was it was a short man like it wasn't i wasn't looking up like it was eye contact so i don't know if it made itself look similar to me where we could be eye level my eyes are watering but here's the thing this guy didn't have eyes he had no face at all so (laughs) yeah literally bare face like nothing just skin and he definitely wasn't dressed like someone in the 2000s like he was dressed kind of old-timey i don't even know what decade to say i'll let you know in a second when i talk about it what you described to me as i just remember he had a hat that was like um what are they called tam o'shanters dad wears them so they're like those like a newsy hat where it's like the people can't see your uh, <laughs> your emotions. I'm, I'm with doing your hand. a hat motion like good day, good day, mate. Um, there you like, go. Newsy, newsy hat kind of thing, like golf hat, like Scottish golf hat, but without the ding dong on top. Oh, fun, fun side note, real quick. We are of Scottish descent. Yes. <laughs> what was it? An ancestor. I don't know. So he had that kind of hat and like kind of rougher clothes. I think it was long sleeves of. I don't know. He just, he didn't look rich. 
But he oh. didn't look homeless. Okay. And it was that kind of outfit. All right. But with no face. No and face. There was no movement or reaction to me seeing him. I just remember seeing him and being so shocked. I, you know, I think I dropped the popsicles, right? I actually don't. Because I came back the, up in the room and I didn't have them. That's the one thing were, I don't. No, I think you did come up with. I think I do remember you coming up with the popsicles. Okay. I don't remember what happened. I just remember I saw it and I was so freaked out. I looked away. And the next time I looked up, he was gone. And I was like, there's there's got to be something on this wall that like resembles. A, like a painting or something. Goose, look, I have goosebumps. <laughs> I'm recalling this. Recalling it is freaky. Um, so... Looking at the wall, all this had was, there was like wood paneling on the bottom half of the wall. And then it had like trim halfway in the middle of the wall and then wallpaper in that hallway. And there, that wasn't part of the hallway that had any paintings because we had different like artwork and stuff in that hallway. But that one, that part of the wall was blank. It had nothing. There's nothing that could have resembled a faceless man. No, no. And the like thermostat or something was Mm -hmm. there. And I was like, there's no way this could have made an outline of a man as like a glance. And you know? again, this is this child that has never seen or or heard anything Experienced creepy. Anything. You yeah. don't watch scary movies. It was, I mean, it was totally random. It was sure. just out of nowhere. Just so. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember coming upstairs and what happened after that? Well, I just remember I came up. I, I don't even remember walking up the stairs. I just remember Ew. the next thing. I, the next thing that happened was you just like questioning me what happened and what was wrong and stuff. And I was just in shock. Like, I didn't know what to say. I just was trying to process what happened. And then that's, that's the end of it for me of what I remember the experience. See, I feel like from my point of view, it was way creepier because of the way you, you re-entered the room. Okay. So... I mean, I obviously didn't see them. I have never, to this day, seen a faceless ghost. So I can't even imagine being, like, feet away from that and seeing that. So I don't, I mean, I'm sure it was way creepier for you. But Yeah, he was, like, less than five feet away from me. Like, that's how close. Like, we could have had a, we see, could if, have had a combo. If it were me, I would have, I probably would have screamed. No. I feel like any normal person would scream. I didn't scream. scream. I didn't make any noise. I didn't do anything, I don't think. That's weird. No, you definitely didn't scream no. because I didn't hear anything. So... My recollection of things is we were up in my room and we're making picture, if you will, like one of those big boards you take, you make for like science fair project or a presentation for school that kind of uh-huh. folds. Um, and we were making a big anniversary card for mom and dad because it was their anniversary. Oh, they were out. They were out to that's dinner. That's why they were gone. Yes. And we were in my room with glitter and markers and all that kind of stuff. And we had the door shut because we always, I always had the door shut. Because of shit happening. We were making an anniversary card. And you, I honestly don't remember if it was you or I. I was like, oh, let's get popsicles. Like, popsicles. Mm-hmm. popsicles. So, you, <laughs> I think it was you that suggested. And I said, okay, you go get them. Because it's dark. It's at night. They're at dinner. Having their anniversary dinner. And so, I said, okay, if you, if you go get them. And you were just, okay. Like, you weren't scared of anything. So, you went down there. The way you re-entered, you pushed, it's all, I swear, it was almost like you were possessed. I know you weren't possessed because you were just terrified. You were a terrified child that had just seen her first ghost. But you opened the door so slowly 
Like, I wish I had a creak sound. Ew. That could, Ew. <laughs> that could like... So now you, my eyes are watering. You That's... opened the door so slowly, Ugh. and you just stood there. You just stood there in the doorway. And I remember... I just got chills, too, because I remember just being so freaked out, because I was like, what... Like, what's wrong? Did you... Like, because you weren't talking. And you're holding the popsicles. And you just said... <laughs> super calm but just staring not staring at me just staring straight at the wall or something and just super calm you said i just saw a man with no face and just super calm and so it took me a second to to... oh hell no (laughs) no no thank you sir no you so you're just super calm and i'm like um I don't even remember how I reacted fully because I was just so terrified. I do remember that I shut the door and I locked it behind you because I knew that there was not a human. It was not a human in the house. If he had no face, you just saw something otherworldly that I've already been experiencing. Mm -hmm. I do remember calling mom and dad on um, throwback, the landline, landline phone. (laughs) Um, And I don't... I don't, I don't remember if they answered. I have, I don't, I don't know. Did they have cell phones back then? This would have been 2000. If I was, if I was seven years old, then it was 2005. 2005. Were there cell phones? Because I yeah, feel like I called the my iPhone, dad. The iPhone came out in 2007. Okay. Okay, then yeah. So it was just a flip phone. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Um. So yeah, I remember calling them. I don't remember if they answered or anything like that. That's not important to the story. But yeah, essentially... You just sat there and pretty much processed it. It looked, for about half an hour. It just seemed like you were just shook. Yeah. Um, by the man with the face. Well, because I I wasn't one that was trying to explain away things like our mom, but because it had never happened to me, I was just trying to really understand and process. But here's the thing. Okay, so that happened in 2005. How many years ago did? Okay, so you know the haunting of Hill House, and then. Season two is the Bly Manor one. Yeah, it's so good. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, go watch it. But here's the freaky shit. The ghost, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it. um, Which you should have watched it by now. Yeah, it's been a couple years. The ghosts in there that haunt the manor, the longer they have been on the property and stuck their features start to go away. Because essentially they're being forgotten, right? Yeah, they're being forgotten. And then they actually start to, if I remember correctly, they're kind of forgetting themselves. Mm-hmm. And they don't know why they're still there or why they're haunting or why they're upset. Because nobody's happy <laughs> being stuck there. And so the longer time goes on, their features go away. And then they don't have faces anymore. So they still have like bodies and hair and outfits and whatever but their faces are completely like smooth so essentially when the haunting of Bly Manor came out it was like full-on triggered yeah I was like you you're kidding me right now that this is because that is the only time that I've ever seen anything accurately illustrate what you saw what it looked like what this man looked like because I was like, I have to be, like, making this shit up in my mind. Like, oh, I'm just, you know. Well, and when so many years go by and you don't really experience that kind of stuff, you your mind does kind of start wondering, did I? Yeah. Did I make it up? Did I? I was, was a kid. I, did I, I was a kid. Yeah. You did know? I imagine it? And then seeing that just, like, 
basically made the memory vibrant again in my brain because it was exactly what it looked like. It was so yeah, if you're if you're curious, <laughs> go watch it and see what their creepy ass faces look like with it is no not features. Okay. So yeah, that is my um that is my first en- encounter. encounter with um the paranormal. With the ghosting. That's Erica's first. Um, Did I ever name him? I should name him. What? Name him. Um, George. I was gonna say Harold. Yeah. Because if he's five foot, if he he actually was older, he wasn't like old, old. But I mean, he had no features, so I don't know. (sighs) Yep. No. 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 Goodbye, George. No. Yeah. So just, I mean, I know we skipped around a lot because we have so many. We have so many stories from this one house, which yeah. that doesn't even, that's just the one house that we grew up in. We have stories from the house that we moved in to escape that house, mm-hmm. um, which obviously- It wasn't as bad. No, not nearly as bad. But, but it, it does make you happened. wonder, it does make you wonder, if you grew up in a haunted house, do things follow you? Yeah. From one location to another. Which also makes me think of the ghost show- um, where he finds specific objects that have attachments to them. Ooh. And then he takes the objects home and puts them in his basement. Yep, I'm trying to think of the name in of it. In his own museum. The Haunted Collector. The Haunted Collector. Yes. Yeah. Which, I don't know how you I can be know. sane and mm-hmm. own something like that. But that's the thing, though. There's it was There wasn't any one thing at that house. Because we moved into a completely blank house. So it was the house. The house itself was the entity like there's mm-hmm. there was nothing there and i wish i don't know if we can post a picture of the house i yeah. mean i have a picture of it i don't like that it's like black and white it looks super creepy to me i mean people every there were our friends that would always say that the house looked creepy it when does they first come. i think it looks creepy as mm-hmm. shit from the outside so we'll see if we can post it because i don't think you can find like the address or anything like that from just the picture well reverse image search but i don't know we'll we'll see if we can post the picture of the actual house like you could let us know if you think it's creepy because i think it's creepy i might also pick post like a snippet of one of the ghosts from blind manor just so you can compare you can see what it what it looked like but it no it this house literally felt like when you arrived home or you're walking up to it the house was a lot oh what what's that house monster house that animated oh yeah yeah. that that it also gave that not a movie for children Mm -mm. no it felt like the house was literally alive and i don't know it could have been the the family that moved in after us only lasted two years so speculate if you will yeah but i was gonna go into another story about a faceless ghost but i might have to save that for another time because i do want to dive into faceless ghosts because i did start researching um why some people see faceless ghosts um maybe that can be a bonus episode in the future i i want to because i did when i started researching i found in different cultures it means different things there is you know a specific meaning or a specific creature or something like that Mm -hmm. in japan but well, also, um, something we might dive into in the future as well, that's a faceless urban legend. Mr. Slenderman has faceless? no face. Yep, I don't think he has a face. Ew, I don't remember that. Well, 
yeah, so I want to do a whole episode on why experts, I guess you say, ghost experts, think that some ghosts have no face. Could it be a blind manner type of situation where they're mm-hmm. just being forgotten or they're forgetting themselves? Is it a superpower ghosts have mm. in the beyond Super where power. they are hiding their identity? See, that's creepier because that makes you think it's like a menacing creature, something that's, that's evil. Yeah. If it's wanting to hide its identity. identity. But just as a, uh, just for the future, I do have a, a lovely little story of a faceless nun. Ooh, why is it always nuns? It's always nuns and children and Hold dolls. Up. Did you hear that? I'm here. I'm. I have full body chills right now because I'm just freaked out, man. I'm. I'm on edge just because I have to pee. Okay. So. <laughs> I am so on edge right now. So we're gonna save the face, the faceless shit for another episode because I can't. I need a break. That was my ankle popping. Oh. <laughs> so we're gonna just you know we're gonna stop here. I feel like these were mild stories because. Believe me, compared to the some of the stuff that happened in this house and other houses, this was very mild. This that was, was just a friendly introduction. This was, yes, this was just meant to introduce you to us, explain a couple of things that we experienced as kids and why we're so interested in this shit, this creepy ass shit, and why we want to just talk about it on a weekly yeah. basis and talk about stories. And, and if you want to hear it, then keep on listening. We're going to be releasing every Monday. Make your Mondays better with... Uninvited company. That was beautiful. Nationwide is on your side. I don't think you can legally do that. We can mention. Y'all, they need to sponsor us if they're going to mention. <laughs> That's a big sponsor. It's just a mention. It's not like they're going to lose money from That's true. anything. They're going to gain money. Mention us if you switch to Nationwide. Is that It's called Nationwide. Yeah, thank you. You got me questioning reality. All right, so yeah, we have, as of right now, we have an Instagram. That's all. Yep. We're keeping it basic right now. We might get a Twitter at one point, but I'm probably going to have to be the one that is in charge of that. I've You're, never worked at Rachel's Twitter in my life. Rachel's not a very big um, social media person. I'm terrible at social media. Um, um, so I've never, you, I've never worked at Twitter. So. I had I had the Twitter in high school. The Twitter, <laughs> the Twitter, tweet tweet. <laughs> I I got rid of it though because I didn't know how to work it. So I don't even know if I'll be that much better. We'll see. We might add stuff. But we have Instagram. Um. So yeah. it is under Uninvited Company Podcast. Yep. Pretty easy to find. Yep. We just started that very recently. Um, um, we'll be posting regularly. We'll try to put pictures with anything that we mention in our episodes. For visual aids. Yes. And. Aesthetically um, pleasing creepy shit. Yep. So stay tuned. Um, next week, we're going to start our first urban legend. And Erica will be taking that away. She will be your urban legend queen. Yes. Talking about all that um, wonderful. We're going to start with um, the some of the biggest urban legends in every state. And we'll begin with the biggest urban legend in Tennessee because that is where we reside and it is about the bell witch the bell witch the bell witch that ding really dong loud. so that was really loud the bell witch ding dong no okay i think that's a good stopping point we just gonna heard stop. static if we just didn't... had some interference and i'm Rachel's about to cry. She's she's um, preoccupied at the moment. So, um, join us next week on um, Monday. 
And we'll see you then. Toodaloo. Thanks, guys. Stay spooky.